You're listening to Productive Catholic Mom, unpacking awesome ideas to become our greatest selves. Today I'm going to tell you about something that has made an enormous impact on my health and energy levels over the last two or so years. It's a smoothie. I started making smoothies regularly about two years ago, and my recipe has been fairly consistent, so I'll share that with you. And as a person who has tried every way of eating under the sun, I can tell you that the fact that this has made such a big impact on me to stick with it for an entire two years is a testament to how amazing it is. If you have issues with chronic fatigue, autoimmune issues, fibromyalgia, arthritis, or any other issue related to inflammation in particular, you may want to listen to this podcast today. And even if you don't have any legitimate diagnosed health conditions, but you are a tired mom in survival mode, or you are beating yourself up every day for not eating enough vegetables, or you're beating yourself up every day for feeding your toddler or teenager a steady diet of pizza and chicken nuggets, you also don't want to miss this podcast. So I'll tell you why it's a priority for me to drink this smoothie every day. And really, it's not necessarily every day. I do miss some days, but I shoot for seven days a week and I usually get at least five days a week where I get this smoothie in. And then I will tell you all the good stuff that I put in it and I'll give you some tips on how to fit it into your day. And I will explain how I love to have my kids eat this smoothie because it is a great way to sneak in some vegetables and fruit into their diet and it alleviates my guilt on the days when I am feeding them pizza or chicken nuggets. (laughs) So I started drinking this smoothie a couple of years ago when I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition called Graves disease. I won't go into it very much but it's basically a condition where your body makes antibodies against your healthy tissue, in my case, against your thyroid, and um, I have to take medication for it. So in addition to taking medication, I was really hoping that I could find some natural way to lower my antibody level. And I was eating fairly healthy at the time, but um, I came across something called the WALS protocol. And I might do a podcast on the WALS protocol in the future, but right now I'll just in the meantime, send you to the TED Talk by Terry Walls, Dr. Terry Walls, T-E-R-R-Y-W-A-H-L-S, and everybody should watch that. It is an amazing story, and she came up with this diet that helped her go from being in a wheelchair to being able to walk and run and do all the stuff that she used to love to do, and she's keeping her autoimmune disease in check through this diet. So I started doing it, Immediately after like seriously a week or two, I saw some dramatic, dramatic results in how I felt. I was able to lower my medication. I was able to keep my symptoms in check and my energy was through the roof. So a big piece of the walls protocol for me was making this smoothie. It was just something that I kept fairly consistent day to day. It was easy to do and I kind of just got it down to a science. So I will explain what I put in it. So this is the basic recipe. I do not measure my smoothie. Um, I have been doing this for so long that I kind of just eyeball everything and that's how I cook too, so sorry. (laughs) You'll have to, if you try making this smoothie, you're just gonna have to kind of figure out what works for you and what tastes good. Um, So this is what I put in it. I usually start with 100% blueberry juice or beet juice. Now I will tell you if you make this for your kids, kids prefer blueberry juice to beet juice, 
Beets are full of great stuff. So when I'm making it just for myself, I put beet juice in it. But if I am also giving it to my kids, I use blueberry juice. So 100% blueberry juice or beet juice, water, a good huge helping of dark leafy greens. I usually use kale or spinach. Um, you can get funky and try different le- le- dark leafy greens. There are some greens that don't taste good. Arugula is one. Don't do it. It's not going to taste good. It's going to taste really bad and you're going to end up throwing the whole smoothie out. So dark leafy greens like kale or spinach. I throw in frozen blueberries, um, organic or not, doesn't really matter to me, but um, I try to do organic when it fits in my budget. When it doesn't, I don't. Um, I either use dark red cherries or strawberries. And um, what else? I occasionally will throw in a splash of lemon juice, although my kids don't like that taste. Um, it is really good to help your body create more bile so that you digest all the nutrients in the smoothie a little bit better. Um, and what else? Oh, and I put in a scoop or two of perfect keto protein powder. I have tried lots of different protein powders and this is the one that I really like. It is a collagen protein powder. It is pretty pricey. Just going to warn you. I get it off Amazon and I do subscribe and save and that saves me a few bucks, but it's really pricey. I justify the cost because it helps me allow my kids to eat this smoothie. They like it better when I put this in. There is like no sugar. It has stevia in it. Um, and it tastes really good. Um, of all the protein powders, especially ones with no sugar, I mean, it's really hard to find a good low sugar or no sugar protein powder that doesn't taste like chalk. This is a really good one. Um, <clears throat> and I buy that and I throw in one scoop or two scoops depending on how much I'm making. And it makes the smoothie taste really good. Now, I will tell you, a lot of people try to start a smoothie habit and it just doesn't stick. This is what happens a lot of times. I've seen lots of clients do this in the past where they're like, okay, I'm super motivated. I'm going to start making smoothies. I'm going to make green smoothies and they're going to be super healthy. And then they just kind of fall off the wagon because the smoothie tastes good for a couple days and then they just don't feel like it. And so I will tell you the truth. I do not always feel like having a smoothie. It doesn't always taste And it doesn't always sound good to me, like I'm not always in the mood for a smoothie, but I know that it makes me feel so good that I choose to think of it as just, it's my vitamin, gotta do it. It's, this is how I get my vitamins. And with Graves' disease in particular, um, it makes you a little bit um, less efficient at absorbing vitamins anyway in my food. So I tell myself, I gotta do it. It's just something I got to do. It also um, gives me so much energy that I am always happy that I drink it. So just something I got to do. As soon as I am hungry in the morning, and I often will intermittent fast in the morning. I'll just have coffee in the morning and allow myself to just burn off some extra energy and get into ketosis, which is, I guess I'll talk about that maybe sometime, but I won't get into it here. Um, So as soon as I do get hungry, like late morning, early afternoon or late afternoon even, I make the smoothie right away. Like, not a question. I don't eat something else first. I don't eat, like, something else that sounds better. Um, I just make the smoothie, and I'm always glad that I did. So sometimes I have to tell myself, okay, I'm hungry for something else, but I'm going to make a smoothie first, give it to the kids, drink my own smoothie, and then I can eat whatever else I want to eat after that. So 
It is a great way for me to get in all these vitamins and nutrients. Dark leafy greens are full of vitamin K and iron and all this great stuff. Um, I won't go into all of the nutrients that are in all of the things that I put in the smoothie in this podcast because it's just meant to be a quick one, but you can look it up for yourself. Watch that um, Terry Walls TED Talk and <clears throat> she has tons of great resources on all of the, the vitamins that we should be getting in to support our mitochondria and have healthy cell function. So this smoothie is just awesome. I will say too... My kids love this smoothie, especially my little ones. So if you can get your kids drinking stuff like this when they're little, it is a really quick and easy way to get them to eat a whole bunch of good stuff. And they don't even realize that they're having like a big old dose of kale or spinach or whatever it is in there um, because it tastes so good. My baby is one and she loves it. My three-year-old loves it and my five-year-old loves it. My eight-year-old is sometimes finicky about it. I have to make it taste really, really good for him to like it. But um I will tell you that many days it alleviates my guilt of giving them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch because we have so much on our plate that day or we have our homeschooling co-op or we have choir or jujitsu that we're running to. And I will tell you, I am not, one of my mottos is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And if I can do good with my kids' nutrition at this point in my life, then I got to pat myself on the back. So This is one way that I'm just like, all right, we're having chicken nuggets tonight, but I'm giving them the smoothie, so at least they got a bunch of good stuff in too. Now, I don't get fancy with this smoothie. I figured out through trial and error what works for us to put in this smoothie, what I like, what my kids like, and what is um, just for simplicity's sake, quick and easy for me to do. I got this routine down, but sorry for the background noise. My kids are running around the house, Um, but feel free to get on Pinterest and there's all kinds of different things you can do with a smoothie. Um, People put different kinds of nut butters for extra protein and healthy fats in there. You can try coconut oil or MCT oils. Um, I've heard of people who do cauliflower or like cod liver oil in in their smoothie. Like there are so many ways to do it, but it is a great way to get all those vitamins and nutrients in and minerals and improve your mitochondrial fun- function, improve your energy levels and just support your system. Um, because you know what? We really do not get enough nutrition in the standard American diet that we eat. We just don't. Our kids aren't getting enough good stuff in. And this is one way that I am trying to combat that in my own house. So a couple practical tips if you want to start implementing a regular smoothie routine in your day. Um, Here are some things that I've learned. Number one, invest in a good blender. Don't attempt to make smoothies every day with a crappy blender. You're just going to hate yourself because it's just something you have to do if you're going to make smoothies regularly. You um, are going to have to do dishes. You're going to have to find a blender that can be cleaned fairly easily or you are just not going to stick to this. Um, you need to find a blender that actually blends. Um, I have a blend tech. I have used a Ninja before that I kind of like, but I like the blend tech better. Um, ask around, ask your friends what kind of blender they really, really love. And then buy one of those. They can be an investment, but I tell you, I'm so thankful we bought our blend tech. I have gotten so much use out of it. It is a no brainer. Another tip, freeze your dark leafy greens. I know a lot of us will have the best intentions and go out to Costco and buy a ton of spinach. 
and go, I'm going to make smoothies every single day. And then you get mad at yourself because let's say you had a really rough week and you only used like one little tiny bit of the spinach and then it all turned moldy and gross. So you can freeze your spinach and kale and it will keep forever in the freezer. It will keep for a long time. So I buy kale um, in the actual bunches. I do not buy kale that's chopped up in a bag already. I've tried that and the stalks don't blend very well. It takes forever to grind up those stalks. So I buy um, actual bunches of a really good kale. I buy spinach at Costco or Walmart, but I buy like the big ones and make sure that they are not browning on the bottom or anything like that. Get like good, good spinach, good kale or whatever grain you use. Um, so when I make kale, I wash it really good with veggie wash and then I strip off the leaves and I don't use the stalks. I throw those away just because they're so hard to grind. And then I will put them in Ziploc freezer baggies and stick them in my freezer. And then when it's time to make my smoothie, I just grab the a Ziploc freezer bag, throw a big, like I use like a real good, like two or three cups, usually three cups of dark leafy greens. I use a lot because I want there to be like tons of nutrients in my smoothie. Um, and it really, the taste is covered up by all the other stuff, especially if you use um, perfect keto protein powder and put that in there. Um, I'm not a sponsor. I'm just a fan of it. <laughs> um, or they're not a sponsor, I should say. Um, so that is another tip. Another thing that I've talked about, I think I talked about this in the Keystone Habits podcast. Make sure that you put all of your, like if you use any fresh ingredients for your smoothie, put them at eye level in your fridge as soon as you open the fridge. Because I promise you, you're going to forget about this smoothie. But if you open your fridge and you're like, oh, the, my ingredients are right here that I wanted to throw in. My blueberry juice is right here. You're going to remember every day. Oh yeah, I need to make a smoothie. Oh yeah, that's what I think of when I open the fridge. Instead of seeing like yogurt and cheese and stuff at eye level and then shoving all of the good veggies and fruit in our crisper, put that stuff at eye level. And then every time you open the fridge, it's going to be right there at the forefront of your mind. So I'm a big fan of cultivating your environment to allow you to have good habits. So that's one way that um, I make my environment so that I am always thinking about nutrition when I open the fridge. My kids are thinking about healthy stuff like carrots and you know whatever when they open the fridge because it's all right there. Um, <clears throat> and then the crisper actually I use for like cheese and cottage cheese or um, yogurt or all that stuff that a lot of people put at eye level. I put it in the crisper because I know we're going to eat that stuff. Here's one last tip. Wrap your mind around the idea of doing dishes regularly. So part of the thing that I have just had to learn to accept and embrace is when I'm eating a lot of healthy food and cooking and making smoothies, I have to do dishes every day. I am not um, going to sacrifice my health over um, just not wanting to do dishes. So Rather than just eating, you know, frozen entrees and stuff for breakfast and lunch and stuff like that, we make smoothies and I do get out pans and pots and stuff and I cook quite a bit. Um, so with the smoothie, you are going to be so better off if you just rinse out that blender right away. And I just tell you right now, get used to the idea. Just put it in some hot water. As soon as you pour out all the smoothies, rinse out the lid and the blender itself with hot water, get all that gunk out of there, and then fill it up with soapy water and scrub it out if you have an extra two minutes. Scrub it out, dry it, and then just put it back. Um, because 
what happens a lot of times is you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to make smoothies every day, but you are not loving the idea of having to wash a blender every day or you're not in the habit. So then you've got a really gunky blender that has, you know, little pieces of kale and fruits and stuff in it. And then you stick it in your sink and then this is what happens. It gets really hard and sticks to it just like a pan with like eggs. It just sticks to it and then it's really, really hard to scrub out. And then you are like, why am I making smoothies as you are scrubbing it out that night or the next morning or whatever. And if you just rinse it out right away with hot water, I tell you, it's so much easier to clean. One more thing. Does it cost a little bit more money to eat a lot of uh, vegetables and fruit? Yes, it does. Does it cost a little bit more money for me to be buying blueberry juice every week instead of like apple juice that's made with a bunch of sugar and junk? Yes, it does. Does it cost a little bit more to be buying like really good quality fruits and vegetables? Yes, it does. Um, This is another thing that I've just come to embrace. It is a priority for my family to um, spend a little bit more money on fruits and vegetables and food. And guess what? If you don't spend money on that stuff now and you are just cutting corners and eating junk, you're going to be paying anyway. <laughs> so you're going to be paying with medication in the next few years or down the line. You're going to be paying in hospital visits and illnesses and you're going to be sleeping more because you're tired all the time. And that's the way I think about it. Yeah, we spend a little bit more money on this so that we don't have to spend money and time and feel awful later. So that is what I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed my podcast about my smoothie and I hope you learned something from it. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, If you have any questions about this or about the way I eat or the way my family eats, go ahead and shoot me an email at ProductiveCatholicMom at gmail.com and I'm happy to answer any of your questions. I hope that you guys have an awesome day and God bless.